Oh man, seven months, Pinterest manager, $8,500 per month. She was a teacher and she left her teaching career, started her virtual assistant business, and now in seven months time, bringing in $8,700 months in the middle of a pandemic. Y'all are not gonna wanna miss this episode. Let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. August, we have a very, very special brand new training experience. The whole month of August, we're talking all about how to confidently price your services so you can stop worrying about what to charge. If you've ever wondered how to switch from hourly to packages, or maybe you're already on package pricing, but you don't know if your prices are too high, too low, you want to make sure that your clients feel like the value you bring is worth the price that you charge and you're ready to start charging more while working less. The Confident Pricing Series is for you. It's going to be a three-part training experience completely live. We will also have a pop-up Facebook group where you can connect and get bonus trainings with me. And this is a brand new training and only available live for the month of August. You're not going to want to miss this training. So head to brandymouse.com forward slash confident and get registered today. I promise this is going to be a training that you've never seen before. So head over to brandymouse.com forward slash confident and get registered today. Hey, 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 Serve Scale Soar. Oh my goodness. Am I so stinking excited because we have Chelsea Hall today joining us on the podcast. And Chelsea's one of our newest members of Serve Scale Soar. And we were just chatting beforehand. And I just love to get to know her a little bit better. And I cannot wait for her to share her story with you. So Chelsea, welcome to the podcast. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about who you are as a person and about your business? Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Brandy, for having me on today. I'm a longtime listener of Surf Scale Soar podcast. And so I'm thrilled to be here. I am first and foremost, a mom to a one-year-old. We just celebrated her first birthday two weeks ago. I am married to my husband, Andy, and we live here in Michigan. I'm a lover of all things Mexican food. Give me some tacos and some margaritas, and I am a happy camper. So that's a little bit about me personally, but uh, professionally. So I am a Pinterest marketing strategist. I help female entrepreneurs, primarily uh, teacher entrepreneurs. So I help a lot of uh, TPT sellers uh, with their Pinterest marketing. So yeah. I love that so much. So tell me, I kind of think I already know the answer to this, but tell me how you got into working. First off, let's TPT stands for Teachers Pay Teachers. And so for anyone who doesn't know, this is a website where teachers can go purchase like worksheets and downloads and everything to use in their classrooms that was created by other teachers. So I've actually ran Facebook ads for clients who are TPT sellers. One of my really good friends is a top TPT seller. So it's a very interesting market because these people are selling like two, four, five dollar products and making a lot of money from it. And I think it's such an interesting aspect that like people don't know about unless you're in the teaching space. 
So tell me, how did you get into this space? How did you jump online? Like, what did that look like? What's your background? Yeah. So I, prior to entering this digital world, I was a teacher for eight years. I taught first grade for seven years and third for one year. And so when I started Pinterest marketing, you know, I was kind of taking on any and all clients that were willing to (laughs) take me. And my heart just kept going back to TPT sellers. I understand the keywords. I understand who they are, their needs. And to be honest, I wasn't ready to fully leave the classroom like whatsoever. There were several factors as to what brought me to leaving the classroom. My daughter was a huge factor. Plus, sadly, teachers' salaries are not very great. And they were cutting and cutting budgets and cutting and cutting our resources, as well as increasing um, the amount of kids in our classroom. So roundabout way of saying I left the classroom, but I wasn't ready to leave fully. And so this is my way of still having my foot in the door, being able to still serve the amazing students that are out there helping teachers get the resources they need in their hands to be able to serve their kiddos. I love that so much. So did you do any TPT selling before jumping into the online space? No, not at all. You know, like I I am creative. I will say like, I have a creative side to me, but I don't know. I was always so scared because I would, you know, I played the comparison game. Like, what do I have to offer? Because some of these TPG sellers, I mean, they're, they're multi-million dollar sellers, which is amazing. And so, you know, I had a lot of fear surrounding it, but if I had to go back and do it again, if I would have been a TPG seller or a Pinterest marketing expert for TPG sellers, I would have 100% still gone the Pinterest route. Ah, I love that. So for anyone who doesn't know, TPT can blow up really fast for people, but it is like a longer process. And because you're selling like smaller ticket, it's all about the masses. And I think that's one thing that's really interesting about teachers is they can grow an Instagram following very, very quickly. It is so insane how different industries. And um, like I said, I'm really good friends with actually three top TPT sellers and we're friends and I see like they have curriculum writers and all this stuff. But I think that this shows you that like mindset things in business transcend throughout all businesses, not just like our service provider niche or course creators or anything, because you were saying like, you felt like there was all these million dollar TPT sellers and how are you going to make it? And then there's so many people who come into the online space and they're like, Oh, I see Facebook ad managers or whoever charging $2,000 a month. Uh, $1,500 a month. How can I ever charge that? And then there's also the vice versa is I see people charging like, you know, $5 per project. Like how can I charge 1500? And I think it's one of these things that no matter where we are in our business, these thoughts come up and it's so good to recognize that it's not just you. It's not just this industry, but it's just human nature. And I think once we realize that These are just things that are going to come up and how do we overcome them is so important. But I love the fact that you said you would still choose being a service provider over TPT. And I think that shows that you're in the right place for you. And I love that. Okay. So now when did you start this business? How long ago was that? Yeah. So I started in November, 2020. So what is that like seven months ago, (laughs) you know, last year with the pandemic, you know, in March, we as teachers were thrown 
for a massive loop. I was seven and a half months pregnant at the time, and it was just a learning curve. And I did not feel the support from the district, from society, from the world. Teachers were kind of, I mean, everybody was hit really hard with the pandemic, but teachers were expected to you know, all of a sudden figured this out when honestly it was a brand new job and that I got really burnt out, you know, from March to June, you know, continuing out the rest of the school year. And then coming into this school year, you know, I had the summer months with my daughter and I was like, I I can't keep doing this. Then in October, I started going down a path of like, you know, what's next for me. And so I started listening to other podcasts. I listened to a podcast called Teacher Transition. I listened to some virtual assistant podcasts and I was like, oh, virtual assistant, that sounds cool. And so I then reached out to four different people that own virtual assistant companies. And one of which I really connected with her story. She was a uh, prior teacher as well. And I purchased her course. It was a little under a thousand dollars, which was a huge, huge investment for me as a, you know, as a teacher. And I was like, is this going to work? Like, what is this? And so I took the plunge. I bought her course. And then that was on November 1st. No, by December 1st, I had my first client by January 1st. I started thinking about how the heck am I going to finish out the rest of the school year? And by March, First, I reached out to HR and told them I would not be finishing out the rest of the school year. I had three clients at that point. And on April 1st, I officially was out of the classroom and then had gained four more clients. So I was at seven. And then now I have 10 clients. Oh my goodness. This is so amazing because seven months we're looking at, you're going to be at home with your daughter. And I know everyone's going to wonder. And so for everyone who's like, what course did she take? She took Michaela Quinn and Michaela and I, I've been on Michaela's podcast. She's absolutely amazing. And her story is so good. So I love that you were able to find someone who just like fully you could relate to and see yourself doing what they were doing. And then you made it happen. And also what I love is that last year through a lot of people for a loop, like our life changed, everything changed. And uh, I, I was listening to, I was talking to one of my coaches and he told me this beautiful metaphor. And so I'm going to tell it to everyone here. And so he said, what happens when you squeeze an orange, the juice comes out. And so, and then when you ask someone, well, why does that happen? And people respond because that's what's inside. Like the juice is inside the orange when you squeeze it. So when we're put under pressure and we get squeezed as people, what comes out? It's what's inside. So I think one of the things that happened, and I was like, oh, that's so beautiful because I think we definitely saw that in 2020 more than ever because the world got squeezed and we could see what emotions, what just was inside that is now coming out. And so for you, Chelsea, what I see is someone who chose to pivot, chose to like find a different way, like determination. And I love that it took getting squeezed in order for you to like find a way to be at home with your daughter to really like step into your potential and your calling. And I think there's so much power in that. And a lot of us can't step into that until something squeezes us. 
And we have to make that decision. And that's exactly what happened to me as well with getting into the online space is like, I got squeezed and I had to figure it out. And so I think that that is so inspiring to so many is that when things get hard, we can either shut down or we can just like find a different way and pivot. And you chose to pivot. And now I just love that you got to be at home with your child. Like that is Uh, that's why I do this. And so that's so powerful. And so let's backtrack a little bit. So November, you started your business and now we just finished up May. We're recording in June and you just had an $8,500 month, which puts you on target for a six figure year. So we were talking before this and you were saying how everything really happened fast, but then in May, something really exciting happened. And what was that? Yeah. So I have, I have my 10 retainer clients, which is like the biggest lump sum of what I'm bringing in monthly. But all of a sudden in May, my VIP days blew up. I was able to book four of those and honestly, a two week time span, which was huge for me. Like that in and of itself is a monthly salary that my husband and I like actually need to live off of. (laughs) So that was significant that month. Okay. And so we were talking about this and with your VIP days, how long have you been promoting these before you got your first one? Yeah. So for quite a few months, maybe three or four months. And then it wasn't until the last two weeks of May where it was like, boom, 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 boom. So it was just, and I said to you, you know, before we got on the call, I feel like it's luck, but by listening to several of your podcasts, I know you're not a believer that things are luck that you believe that it's, it's hard work. So I think it's a little bit of both in my head right now. Yeah. And one thing I just want to clarify, I don't think it's hard work. I don't think hard work should even be something that we have in our vocabulary, but I do think it's consistency. And so you put out that you wanted to have these VIP days and you were consistent in your marketing. And what I always tell people is we have the marketing minute challenge and people want to see magic happen in 30 days. Momentum starts to build in 30 days, but we don't really start to see results for 45 to 60 days. It's so you were in that like 60 to 90 day cycle when everything starts to show up. And this is where people give up too soon because you have to build the momentum. The ball has to start rolling. And then once that ball starts rolling, it's like game over. And you see that it took three months to get the first one. And then you got four that's momentum. And so, no, I don't believe in luck. You put the intention out to the universe and the universe provided because you put the efforts behind it. And so I love this, but the one question I asked you that I think so interesting is this is kind of goes with my whole philosophy on certification is, did you take a course to learn how to do VIP days? No, no. I've taken several Pinterest courses, but not VIP days. I love this. I love this. There's nothing wrong with taking courses. One, I want to preface that I have three programs. So there's literally nothing. And I'm always taking courses, but I think sometimes we believe that we have to have a program or a course in order to do something and to make moves. And I truly believe that there are some things like I talk about Facebook ads, like such a technical skill, like Pinterest, learning Pinterest, like there's a lot of technical stuff behind it. So like things like that, I do believe that you need a course to get your bearings around. VIP day, you can structure that however you want. And one of the things that I love that you were talking about is you didn't take a course, you did package hacking. 
which for anyone who's in ServeScale Store, this is where you go. And this is a way I teach you how to price your services, see what you should offer. And that's exactly what you did, Chelsea. And I love that initiative. So tell me kind of how you've structured these VIP days and what you charge for them. Yeah. So right now my VIP days are $8.97. And I will say that I'm actually on the lower end of what other people are offering, but I didn't want to price, you know, I wanted to price accordingly to where I'm at. And I wanted to have a few VIP days before I, you know, were to up the prices. So I feel like I'm on the lower end right now. So with my VIP days, I have like a 45 minute kickoff call. I do an entire account optimization. I do a keyword bank. I do um, analytics. I go through my workflow. I do tailwind training, tailwind setup. Yeah. I optimize their entire account by setting up their boards, their titles. And then we do an hour and a half to two hour strategy call. So with all that being said, I feel like I need to up my prices, especially now that I've done a few VIP days because it is they're getting a lot of value. And like I said, I have taken I've taken seven Pinterest courses and uh, three memberships slash courses. So I'm now at ten courses slash memberships, and so it's taking all of that knowledge and kind of like squeezing it into that day. But yeah, I, I don't think taking a course to learn how to do a VIP day is necessary because you have to build it around like what you want to do. Yes. I love that. And one thing that I was going to tell you is you should bring this to Q and A's because I have all kinds of thoughts that I would love to share with you on how you can productize this and make it where you don't, I mean, yes, I do 100% believe you should raise your prices, but I also think that you can productize this. So some of the stuff that you're doing, you don't have to do individually. And so it would make your VIP days still super successful, but also less work on you. So I would encourage you to bring that to a Q&A inside of ServeScale Soar, and then we can chat about how to structure this. I will. You just you just did it. And that's the thing that I always say. Um, someone quoted me the other day and was like, I heard your podcast and you said that something about like, I've been successful because I just try crap. And she didn't say crap. She said something else. But I was like, well, we don't cuss on the podcast. So I know I didn't say that. But we all know poop emoji, what she meant. And so it's so true. Like, just try stuff. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You can try something else. Like, nothing is permanent in online except, like, bad tweets. That's about the only thing that's permanent that's in the online space. So I love that you just did it. And now you're seeing all of this come to fruition. And then I want to, we were talking also about how we connected, which is so interesting. And so Chelsea heard me on Clubhouse in December. And so I was like, I was in the early phases of Clubhouse. Um, I got an invite and I was like, let's jump on this thing. Y'all know I'm not big on social media, but I was like, we'll give it a try. And I did, I gave it a try for like 90 days. And the funny thing is, We've had so many people come to us from Clubhouse and I totally like gave up on Clubhouse back in February, but I love that we connected on Clubhouse. So Chelsea, how did that happen? Yeah. So I joined Clubhouse, I don't know, end of November, beginning of December. And I was in a few rooms with you, I think with Michaela a few times and with some other people and same with me. Like I, I was like a Clubhouse freak for two months straight. And I think my husband was like, you're done. (laughs) And I was finding like, it wasn't serving me as well as like other marketing platforms. So 
I kind of have, have gone away from, but yeah. So I listened to you on clubhouse and I kind of became a stalker. <laughs> um, that sounds so creepy, but kind of like started following all your channels. And then I started listening to the podcast. And the one thing that kept standing out to me is, you know, I've only started my business in November, but I'm a type A Enneagram three can't stop. Like I am going to hit certain numbers and goals. And so I kept going down a rabbit hole of like, now I have to do digital products. I have to do a course. I have to do this. I have to do that. And what kept sticking out for me with you is that you really preach the fact that you can scale your business to six figures with just having a service-based business. And there's not really anybody else out there that teaches that. I've been in a few other memberships surrounding service-based business owners, and it's all about like starting a course or doing a digital product and all those things. And I loved on the podcast that you had all of these success stories of people that they, they just, it was them. They don't have agencies. They don't have all the things. It is them. And so I can continue to stalk you, blah, blah, blah. And then finally reached out on Instagram and was like, Hey, Brandy, you know, this is where I'm at with my journey. You know, do you think Surf Scale Soar will, you know, help me? And, you know, we went back and forth a few times. I watched your workshop webinar and I was sold. And now I'm in the course and it's amazing. I love this. And so one thing I, a few things is one, there's so many people from my standpoint, like we do stuff and we don't realize people are watching. And I think that's a big thing for anyone who wants to be seen as like a thought leader or a leader in the space is like, you can be doing stuff and never, ever know that people are watching what you're doing or following. And I think this is also a reminder to me, you were like, you don't post a lot on social, but every time you did post, you came top of mind. And I think there is something to be said about omnipresent. I don't think in the very beginning you need to do that. I think this is definitely part of elevating your services, elevating your brand, which is the fourth step in my scale with simplicity framework. And so, and it's one thing that we still use in my business as a million dollar businesses where the heck is our next? Like, how do we elevate to the next level? What's the needle mover? And so as we're looking, we're like, okay, we've mastered all these things. Now it's time to get on social media and actually do that. But one of the things that I always said is like, I don't have to be posting the stories or anything like that. I do. But one thing I never want to lose is the DMs. And Chelsea, that was me. (laughs) So I even, we probably did a voice message. I always like to do voice messages to people because people are like, oh, it's really you. And I'm like, yes, it's really me. Because that is, if I'm going to be on social media, I want it to be social. I want to build relationships. I want to actually talk to people. And I'm never going to be someone who's like, join my program. It's the best if it's not right for you. And so I think there's a lot of power in us being present for people to see us trying new things, but not spending all of our time in the social media platforms. If it's not moving the needle for you, clearly it moves the needle for me and I should be doing it more, but that wasn't the case a year and a half ago or when I was seven months in my business. And so I think there's a lot of power and you just also being willing to reach out. So many people are not willing to reach out and connect with people When everyone online is real people, (laughs) y'all, like it doesn't matter how much money they make or anything like that. Everyone's a real person. Maybe it's someone on their team that responds to you. Maybe it is them themselves that respond to you, but that's how you build relationships is by connecting with people. I did the exact same thing with Rick 
Mulready, one of my first mentors is I send him a DM. And so I think there's so much power in that and not enough of us are doing it in a truly authentic way to be seen and get noticed. And look, Chelsea reached out to me two months ago and now she's on the podcast. Like that does not happen very often that we have people on the podcast that quickly. And so people notice that. So I want to commend you for doing that, Chelsea, and just for not being scared to build relationships because that's what this business is all about. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I also love that you're like, I'm seven months in, I'm going to do the dang thing, get my six figure business. And I don't need all the other stuff. And one thing is I'm 100% the firmest believer that the quickest and most profitable way to six figures is online as a one-on-one service provider. Like, and you don't have to have a team. And that's why I say the quickest and most profitable because you can do it without a team, get to six figures. You're like eight months in and you're already having $8,400 months, which puts you on target for that. And you're probably running at really high profit margins. I know when we hit six figures, I was running at 90% profit margins. That's insane. I would kill for 90% profit margins now. And so it's one of those things that I am talking about more course creation stuff, beta to biggie and things like that, because we have it, because I don't think anyone's success is one way. I think that we all have different desires, different wants, beliefs, but I do believe that the fastest and quickest way to six figures online is with your one-on-one services. So I love that you were able to see that. If that's your journey, I am cheering you on 100% all the way. So I love this story. I love so much of what you've told us. I do want to do a quick rapid fire. So are you ready for that? Yeah. Okay, perfect. What is your favorite part of your business? I think just having the freedom and flexibility. Like yesterday we played in the sandbox for an hour and then during her nap, I worked and then we went to the park and then I worked. So I think just having the freedom and flexibility as a teacher, I never had that. Like especially as a teacher, you can't just run to the dentist for an hour. You have to take an entire day or half day and get a sub and do all the things. So I think the best part of my business is being able to be in charge for once and being able to pick my hours and what works best for me and my family. Ah, I love that. My two favorite F words, freedom and flexibility. Okay. And I love that you get to go to the park and then come back and work. Oh my gosh. That is so beautiful, Chelsea. Okay. Your best piece of business advice you've ever received. Um, follow those that are in the shoes that you want to be in. So I don't know if that makes sense, but I joined one of the big reasons I also joined Surf Skill Store is because she's in the shoes that I would like to be in, in a year from now or a year or two from now. So I think following those people and looking up to those people, I got that advice from, Oh, who did I even get it from? I can't remember, but that was, that was a big piece of advice because now I'm following those that, you know, I want to be in their shoes at some point. I love that because I also follow that same rule. There's two things that I learned that stuck with me. I learned more, but these are two big things that stuck with me when I was in direct sales and I left direct sales with a ton of baggage from that, but I did leave with some good stuff too. And one of them is only follow those who you would replace, like that you would want to be in their place. And so that's exactly what you're saying. And then the second one is don't take advice from people who don't pay your bills. (laughs) 
So that was the other one. <laughs> that was always a good one too. And so I love both of those. And that second one really goes to criticism. So if you're getting family criticism or anything or friend criticism about what you're doing, it's like, if they don't pay your bills, it doesn't matter. So love that. I love that's that. definitely one of mine. It's something I still live from is I like to look at people. And one thing I want to say with this is sometimes People take it too literal. And I'm not saying this is what you are doing, Chelsea, is that when we hear like follow those who you would want to trade places with, or you want to be where they are a year or two from now, it's also one of those things like it doesn't have to be a revenue goal. So many times this gets placed in the revenue, but I always look at people too. And I'm like, look at this person where they are spiritually in their business or how like relaxed, calm their schedule. Like I was following someone and they were doing a four day work week. And that's why last year I was like, I want to aspire to have a four day work week and have three day weekends so I can rest. And for my health, didn't matter how much money they were making. It was all about the lifestyle that they were leading in their health, wellness, spiritual journey. And so I think sometimes we also need to be looking at people, not just based on like, oh, I'm a seven figure CEO or whatever it is. And I'm totally making fun of that because that's on my Instagram bio. But So I'm not judging. It's on mine. So, but like, look at other people who it's not about the revenue. It's also about like, where they are with their family, like their calm parents, they're not fussing all the time, or they have really great spirituality that you want to follow. And those things are really important to follow as well. So I love that piece of business advice. Okay. What does success mean to you? you know, when I first started, it was a lot around money, but I'm slowly, but surely realizing more of kind of what you were just saying. I think back to the flexibility and freedom. So having the success of, you know, helping to pay for the bills, being able to have more vacations and opportunities for my family is, is huge, but not, I mean, I think just waking up every morning and not feeling like defeated. I was just in a very like hard place of just feeling defeated every day. And I love teaching. I know I was a really great teacher. Like I can toot my own horn on that, but I was feeling defeated. I wasn't feeling valued and I just feel valued by my clients. And I feel excited about waking up every morning. I feel like I'm making a difference. So I think for me, success has gone a lot more beyond money at this point. I love that. And I think that a lot of us start with success being defined by money and there's nothing wrong with that. But once you get enough money to take care of your needs, your wants, all that kind of stuff, like money stops being the definition of success I think to most people, unless you're trying to fill like money with other voids and stuff. But I found the same thing happen with us is like, once all the basic needs, we could donate to what we wanted, all that happened, like money stopped being the definition of success. And I love that you're getting there and you're there. That's exciting. So thank you so much, Chelsea. Oh, one more question. You have been in ServeSalesOra for almost two months now. What has been your favorite part? Um... Well, everybody says this with the community. The community is huge. I've had people already like reach out to me in DMs just like, because I had posted a few things and they're reaching out to me and like, hey, you know, I saw this, like, let me see how I can support you. And I'm like, what? That's, that's crazy. And I will say that Brandy dropped some really good like secret hacks for your marketing minutes that I tried in the first month that wowed potential clients. And I 
wowed them enough. I got on discovery calls they wanted to book, but then I was fully booked and couldn't even book them. So I think just some of your, your little hacks that you have in place that you share with all of us. Love it. I am a ninja when it comes to marketing. So I love that those are working and we have so much more amazing things coming to the community starting in July where we're doing mini masterminds and all kinds of things just to build more community. But it is such an amazing group, especially coming in brand new and having people already connecting with you. No clicks, nothing like that. It's all about bringing in new people, new faces, and then our OGs loving on them. And I love that about the community. So thank you so much, Chelsea. Where can my audience connect with you to learn more? Yeah. So I'm Chelsea Hall Social across the board, Instagram. That's my website, Clubhouse, all the places. So yeah, I am an open book over on Instagram. I'm pretty active on Instagram. So I would love to connect with you over there. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Y'all, Chelsea just brought all the fire. I love chatting about her pivots that she made in her business, how she didn't give up. She was consistent. She booked four VIP clients, which paid her and her husband's salary for one month, y'all. And she did that with all without ever taking a course. She used the package hacking, ninja tips from inside ServeScale Store, and so much more. I love talking to Chelsea about her journey as a virtual assistant to a Pinterest manager to now celebrating $8,400 months and how her definition of success has changed as her revenue has changed and how she found me on Clubhouse and how at different stages in our business, we need to show up differently. And so if you would like to connect with Chelsea, please reach out to her, tell her how this podcast episode inspired you. And then also, if you want to meet Chelsea and more people like her, head to servescalesore.com forward slash free and check out our training, how to scout a consistent $10,000 months without a team. You'll get instant access You'll get an amazing 45-minute training followed by all the information on how you can join us inside Serve Scale Soar. And until next time, my friends, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the six-figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.